Welcome to Prophet Emmanuel Siao's audio podcast. This is the place where we come and receive the word from God through his servant. We will be studying the importance of your knowledge in Christ and that without knowledge, we will perish. So now let's go to the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lead us into all truth in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the Bible says that my people are destroyed. Now, this is God speaking. He didn't say the Gentiles or the unbelievers are destroyed. Now, he was referring to his own treasure his own people like yourself like myself and he said that my people are destroyed and why are they destroyed he says that for lack of knowledge somebody should say lack of knowledge it is not demons it is not principalities but a lack of knowledge knowledge <laughs> said my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge and God further said that because you have rejected knowledge I will also reject you from being preached for me so for you to assess miracle signs and wonders now it the foundation of it is knowledge you need to know lack of knowledge and he said my people are perishing a lot of people are being robbed of the miracles the signs and the wonders because of lack of knowledge so anybody that rejects knowledge god is also going to reject from being preached and who is a priest we will come there one day and he said because you have forgotten the law of god i will also forget forget your children so you see god has placed a high value on knowledge and not forgetting the law of god he treasures it He treasures it so how many of us are, are going to subject ourselves to the light of the and the truth of the word how many of us so now when you go to the book of jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 the book of jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 so it's a month of miracles but miracles don't just happen it is based on knowledge so if you don't have knowledge you will talk about the miracles and you will think it is something that is just getting the visas and no 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 it moves miracles are something that is continuous miracle is a person that is, is in a person of jesus the christ himself and the bible says that i will give you shepherds according to my heart and he said and who will feed you with knowledge and understand it. two things so the shepherd after the the heart of god must possess this what these things knowledge and understanding because if you have knowledge and you don't have understanding it is baseless so the bible says that we should seek after wisdom but in all by getting we need to get understanding so these are the truth whereby we can assess things that has already been given to everybody that is in Christ yeah that is the truth because what I've what I've seen you know especially in, in in Africa is that we we some of us we run after prophecies and we run after a strange you know doctrines of do this it, they are all good you can do that if you want to 
But you see that after doing all these things, you can see that a lot of people are still struggling because they refuse to subject themselves to knowledge and understanding. These two things. And what is knowledge? Knowledge is... Now, the word knowledge is just recognition. To recognize something, that is it. To know information. And you understand what you are recognizing. You understand. So, the word of the Lord... No, I would, I would say that the Bible here is conceived. It's conceived. But it will take the Holy Spirit to give you revelation to unveil all these things to us. How many of us are here? So now in the book of 2 Peter chapter 1, the book of 2 Peter chapter 1, right from verse 1, Second Peter. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Now, the Bible said, Simon Peter, a born servant and apostle of Jesus the Christ, to those who have obtained, to those that are like Afras, like Linda, like Lisa, like Dongbi, all of you, you have obtained, my good, the Bible said that we have obtained, not that we are going to obtain, we, are, we have already obtained in the past. That's the past things. We have obtained like precious faith with us by the by the righteousness of our god and savior jesus the christ now the verse two the bible says that grace and peace be multiplied and how is it multiplied in the knowledge of god grace abundance of grace and the peace shalom prosperity and how they multiply they are multiplying you know and they are subject to knowledge the administration of 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 grace and peace is based on knowledge and what which knowledge the knowledge of god and of jesus our lord and the bible says number three the bible says that as his divine power has given so his divine power has given us all things both physical and spiritual his divine power has given to us so not that he is going to give he has already given all things that pertains to life and godliness zoe that is life godly living through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue these two things so you see that you see knowledge knowledge is just repeating itself so ignorance is one of the things that the enemy always wants to keep you know uses it to keep people in bondage to everything that you need it has already been given it is not yet to be given how many of us believe it everything that you need this is this is this scripture says it it says that as his divine power has given to us all things all things that you need that pertains to your life that you are living here on earth and your godly living it is through the knowledge of him so you get the more you get to know who god is the more now you get the revelation of what he has given so when you go to the book of luke chapter 2 right from verse you know 51 now let us see the author and the finisher of our faith now the bible says that no, then Luke chapter 2 from right from verse 51. The Bible says that then he's he went down with them and came to Nazareth. So we're talking about Jesus the Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith, and was subject to, to, to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. The verse 52, the Bible says, and Jesus increased in wisdom. So if Jesus Christ increased in wisdom, but then what about you? You also need to increase that. The word increase there means to grow. That is where you'll be able to assess the higher life, the miracles, the signs, and the wonders. So we are not just talking about a one-day you know, miracle whereby you get your visa and you are just jumping and that is it. And you'll be struggling for the rest of your life. No. We are talking about working in everyday miracles. Now, how many of us are with me? We are talking about working in everyday miracles. 
not you know you you get a marriage and after that you'll be struggling for the rest of your life no we are not talking about that we are talking about every day you are walking in miracles you are walking in in the miracles signs and wonders every single time and the bible says that you need to subject yourself to what we call what growth in wisdom you need to subject yourself to it so if you don't subject yourself to it now you are robbing yourself of the good things that god himself has given each and every one of us so when we are talking about miracles what are miracles miracles is it's just god himself that you know he's moving through his supernatural power to provide for us it's, so it is not from in the, in the natural realm it is in the supernatural realm So when you go to the book of Ephesians chapter 4. So a lot of us are born again. That is true. And it's very good. You are born again. We thank God for, you know, that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. That is one dimension. And after you are born again, you enter into a certain dimension in the spirit realm. That is where you begin to assess the unlimited miracles, signs and wonders. You begin to assess it. And I'll be quoting all these scriptures for you to know that when you are born again, you are moved from one place to the other. So if you are subject to ignorance, what happens is that you'll be thinking that God has not given you anything or God is about to. God is not about to because now as we, 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 we saw in the book of 2 Peter chapter 1, he has already given everything that pertains to life. He has given so he is not yet to, to give. Amen. It's not yet to give. Now, in the book of Ephesians chapter you know, 4, right from verse 17, I want us to pray. So I'm just moving through. So if you are unable to catch up with them, I'm going to upload this later. The Bible says that this I say therefore and testify in the law that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles, like the rest of the unbelievers, in the futility of their mind. Hmm. This, is, this, is, this is a big word. So the word futility is just useless. Ignorance of their mind. Having their understanding darkened being alienated from the life of God. So this is what ignorance does. It alienates you from the very life of God. So although you, you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, it ends there. So you don't experience the kingdom life, a higher life in Christ. And the Bible says that because of, the, or because of what? ignorance that is in them because of ignorance so how are they alienated ignorance so that is why the bible said in the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 that my people that they, they, they are destroyed the word destroyed is people are perishing they are not assessing the life that they need to assess because of this ignorance so they don't they don't subject themselves to the truth of scriptures and understand that this does not automatically happen we have a law called the law of intentionality you need to be intentional that you want to assess this truth so everything has been given but it is subject to you having the desire that no I want to know what has been given So, a lot of us, we go to church, but we, we are still in darkness, bondage, ignorance. So, we are, we are just being thought, oh, wake up, I don't pray. Why do you even pray? What, what at all are you praying for? Oh, go to church. Why are you even going to church? There is a higher realm in, in, in Christ that we need to assess. 
So now, when you go to the book of Colossians chapter 1, right from verse 13, these are spiritual truth. We are talking about higher dimension. The book of Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. And please try and get me the NKJV, try the NLT and get me the TPT as well. If you can, please. The Bible says that he has delivered us from the power of darkness. So from the very first time that you, you believed in Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, these are the spiritual truth. These are this called behind scenes. So if you watch movie, a movie, there's something we call the, the behind behind the scenes. You don't see them, no. So this is what happened in the spirit realm. That the moment you said, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior, the Bible says that he rescued you from the kingdom of darkness and transferred. Now, the NKJV say, you know, conveyed. So you were, you were transferred, you know, he transferred you as into the kingdom. So this is where now, currently you are now. Into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased us, who purchased our freedom and forgive our sins. So he, you, have, you have been moved from one kingdom to the other. So it's like, beautiful Abby, you are in Ghana. And Jesus Christ said, no, I don't want you to be in Ghana. Okay, so let's say Ghana is an, is an example. Then let's say Ghana is the darkness. It's a kingdom where it is a kingdom of darkness. And, you know, the, 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 the United Kingdom is, 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 is a place where it is the kingdom of his dear son. So it's an example, please. Okay, let, let me let me do it other way around. So let's say that um, the United Kingdom is is the place of darkness, and Ghana is the place of of the kingdom of his dear son. And the Bible said that he has moved you, Obaya, from that kingdom of darkness, from United Kingdom to Ghana. So there are laws and there are rules that governs that place. So the moment you get there, you must enjoy. That kingdom because everything has been already given there so you don't have to strive all that you need to know is you need to subject yourself to knowledge so a lot of us are here we don't even know the constitution of, 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 our, of our country a lot of things that we don't even know because of ignorance that is in us so when you listen to the news and I remember when you know there was fire in Kumase and the people in a Kufadish come up I'm like, all these people, you are you see, when you look at the things that they are saying, you immediately know that these people don't have knowledge, they are not subject to revelation, so they are just saying out of their own ignorance, and this is where a lot of us we struggle and we don't walk in miracles, signs and wonders. Because miracles, signs and wonders is part of our salvation, part of the Christian journey. So you have been translated, moved from that kingdom of darkness, whereby nothing is moving. You have been moved to another kingdom, whereby everything has already been provided. How then do you assess it? How then do you assess it? It is subject to knowledge. So when you go to the book of Galatians, chapter 4, The book of Galatians chapter 4, right from verse 1. So, first, please try and give me the other versions as well, if you can. Right, yeah. And give me the amplified version, the classic as well, the NKJV. And give me that. So, the Bible says that now I say that the hair. So, now the word the hair means a possessor. So, when I. Let's say, Afraso, your, your daughter. Abna, Abna is a hair of you because now Abna by right she has to get everything that belongs to you it's by right she didn't ask you to give birth to her so the moment you give birth to her is by right so she becomes an hair through your throne or whatever that you have so every every all your your, your, your children by right have uh, the hairs of whatever that you know belongs to you so the bible says that now i say that the hair as long as he's a child 
so now the word is what child appears and a child is somebody that now like let's say a a, a a toddler that cannot speak and express himself and the bible said that that's not different at all from a slave so you see that now now the 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 the, 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 the scriptures is comparing a slave to a child because why because the slave does not have any inheritance no the slave does not have any inheritance so the bible said that's not different at all from that that, that that's not different at all from a slave though he is master of all so though though you are master of all you are lord so now so when you when you came into christ the bible said that he is king of kings and he's lord of lords so you are a lord the word lord means you're a master so by right you have been made a master so this is it so the amplified the classic version explains it better that now that now what i mean is that as long as the inheritor inheritor of what the, the what the blessings of god yeah, it's a child and under age so everybody when you accept jesus christ as your lord and personal savior you become an heir but you are a child the bible says that he does he, he he does not differ from a slave although he's master of all the estates that belong to jesus the christ to everything that pertains to life and godliness we are masters of it but the bible says that but he's under guidance and administrators or the trustees so who are the trustees that apostles and the prophets that is why the bible said in the book of jeremiah chapter 3 that i will give you shepherds after my own heart that will give you what we call knowledge and understanding right that have knowledge and understanding so we are subject to these people to bring transformation to subject us to light to the truth and the bible said until the date fixed by the father so there is a time of spiritual growth whereby then you begin to have a realization that all these things are mine so an example is joe your small boys now if, even if you have an estate your small your small two boys they don't know that it belongs to them until that now they grow and they have what we call a recognition knowledge that okay my mother have this estate my father have this estate now they, we have this estate so it is subject to what growth and transformation recognition knowledge So miracles, signs and wonders are already part of your Christian journey because you are in that kingdom. You need to assess it for free. But how then do we assess it if you are living in ignorance? Father, help us. So, so let us continue. So the Bible said that even so, in the book of Galatians chapter 4, right from verse 3, the Bible said even so, when we were children, so this is Paul speaking, he said when we were children, we're in bondage under the elements of the, of the world. When they were children, they were under what? Bondage. And the Bible says, but when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law that they might receive the adoption as sons. So we receive the adoption as sons to make us heir, to qualify for whatever that belongs, belongs to Jesus the Christ and belongs to our Father. So whatever that belongs to Jesus Christ belongs to us. But many of us have been robbed of this truth and we don't know. And the Bible says that, now verse 6, and because you are sons, God has sent forth his spirit. God, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying up, Abba Father. Sonship. But you need to subject yourself to increase in wisdom. Grow, grow in grace. And the Bible says, verse 7, therefore you are no longer a slave. So somebody should declare that I am no longer a slave. I am no longer in bondage. That, that means that you are not disqualified from the inheritance you're no longer a, a what a slave you're no longer a slave but a son but you are but a son you're no longer a slave but you're a son 
you are no longer a slave but a son so we need to understand sonship we need to understand sonship so now one 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 of the examples is in the book of luke chapter 15 right from verse 11. that gives you the understanding of sonship you are no longer a slave you are no longer in bondage you are no longer disqualified but the spirit of his son that is the holy spirit has qualified you to become a son of god you have been you have been qualified so you have access so the bible says that now this is you know example of sonship the bible says that then he said a certain man had two sons now we are talking about sonship a, the, and the younger of them said to his father father give me the portion of good that befalls to me so because he was a father like he was a son he had this by right he, he can what demand whatever that belongs to him so this 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 father that's the prodigal son everyone knows this story this 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 man had you know millions he, he's very rich but understand that they were also slaves in the house but the slaves couldn't go to demand that give me the portion of the goods that belongs to me no they, they couldn't because by right they cannot ask for what, what, you know or the portion of the of of whatever that belongs to you know the the the, 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 the man that owns everything so the bible says that the youngest said so now by right we have access to that inheritance so this son had what we call knowledge that all these things belong to him that is why he had that boldness to go and ask the father that now father give me the the portion of goods that belongs to me because what he was matured maturity knowledge but if you are a child and here as long as he's a child that's not different at all from a slave so a lot of us now we are like slaves although we are sons we are, we are, we are like slaves because we are not assessing the miracles and the signs and the wonders the things that belongs to us we are not assessing at all so we are like slaves yeah he knew his right as a son so a lot of us don't know our right as sons that is where our problems are it comes to knowledge and understanding these two things you must know and you must understand you must know and you must understand so I can boldly say that a Christian is not supposed to be sick some of us will argue A Christian is not supposed to be sick. A Christian is not supposed to be, you know, a child of God that has knowledge is not supposed to be sick. That, you know, it's not supposed to be confused. No. If you know, it is true. You're not supposed, no, you're not supposed to, no, no, you're not, you're not supposed to be sick. You're not supposed to be, because you have been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. So everybody that knows all these things, no, you cannot. And these are principles the kingdom of god strives on principles and the principle is knowledge and understanding so if now you don't you know know all these things now let's say now i have got you like i've given you a car okay so now i've given you a phone maybe a samsung phone if you don't know how to make use of the phone the phone will just become a toy to you although we have given you a phone but you cannot make use of it so now you don't even know how to you know even you know type and and whatsapp somebody so the phone will just become something useless to you that is how come you know when you give a phone to a child you'll be playing with it so so some of, most of us we have the holy ghost but we are still we don't even know what to do with the holy ghost god with us so the child will be playing with the phone then the child will put the phone in the mouth and just be just playing with the phone but as as old as you are you know the value of the phone you know that ah, you can you can whatsapp people you can check a lot of things from the phone 
so you can make use of the phone but it is all subject to what knowledge and understanding so now when we are talking about sonship and we are talking about growth we are talking about now taking responsibility so you need to be responsible for your spiritual growth to accept that dimension in the spirit realm you don't it, you don't just leave it upon somebody no because what i have come to realize and i've come to know is that africa will like do, you know doing the blame games oh me fear bay for me they me fear yet yeah it is true but if you don't subject yourself to light they will always continue to override you So if you you are an adult, like you, you, you subject yourself to growth, that means you are taking responsibility. And every adult is responsible for whatever that they do. Children are not responsible. So a lot of us, we don't take responsibility of our what? Our spiritual growth. The knowledge of God. We don't. So we have relegated all these things to church going. Oh, uh, Sunday, Mekwa, sorry. <laughs> that, is, that is how we've relegated you know, our Christian life to church, church going. But there is a higher life in Christ. Oh, somebody should declare there is a higher life in Christ. There is a higher life in Christ. There is a higher life in Christ. So, I will subject myself to knowledge and transformation. And that is what you need to do. Subject yourself to the higher life in that is in Christ. But it comes with you taking responsibility. That is a sign of adulthood. That is a sign. That is a sign of adulthood. That is a sign of growth. Taking responsibility. There's a higher life. Father, grant us grace. Now, first in the book of um, Ecclesiastes chapter 10. I'll be closing very soon because it's going to be a series. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, right from verse 16. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, right from verse 16. The Bible says that, Woe to you, O land, when your king is a child and your princes feast in the morning when your king so now you are a king the book of revelation chapter 1 verse 5 and 6 you are a king god has made you a king but when you are a king and you are a child that is where the problem is you are a king but you are a child so you don't you are not taking responsibility of your action and your growth and the Bible says your prince feasts in the morning. So they, they don't even know the proper time to even feast to eat. Because a child will cry at dawn that they want a baby milk. They don't even know whether it is one o'clock. They don't know whether it is two o'clock. They don't know whether it's three. They don't care. All that they know is they are crying. Give me food to eat. And the Bible says that blessed are you, O land, when your king is the son of nobles subjecting yourself to what knowledge that make you a noble an honorable person and the bible said your princes feast at the proper time your princes they feast at the proper time so they don't just eat but they eat at the proper time that means what they understand times and then they understand seasons
It is about time for you to grow, to walk in the reality of whatever that has been given. The life, the, everything that pertains to life and godliness. It is about time for you to grow. Grow in the knowledge of God. So when you go to the book of John chapter 17, and this is what a lot of people don't know and don't, they don't want. So we are praying. We are praying. We are praying. Every time we are praying. But we are not seeing the manifestations of our prayer. Why? Because of what? Ignorance. So a lot of us, we want the shortcut. So that is where that now, you know, uh, don't be, I will tell you that, oh, come and bring this one. Come and bring this thing. Come and bring that. And bring money. And that is what we, we want. But we don't want to take responsibility of it. So we want the shortcut. And when you go and things don't go well, that is where we begin to say that Edna, oh, false prophet. And I, I, I met a false prophet. Now, you see, you need to first blame yourself. You don't need to blame the person. Because now you have your will. God cannot force you, you to even believe in him. No. Your will is with you. It's in your soul. So you can choose to believe in Jesus Christ or not. Nobody forces you. But a lot of us, we are, we, we, we are stagnant. We don't want to grow. And walk in a higher life in Christ. We don't want to grow. We don't want to grow. We don't want to grow. May God help us. May God help us. But somebody should declare how subject myself to growth. So the Bible said that Jesus Christ increased in wisdom. He increased in wisdom. So see. Regardless of how prayerful you are, if you don't subject yourself to growth, you don't subject yourself to knowledge and transformation, you just be stagnant. Because now, Peter, regardless of how prayerful and tongues that you can speak, if you want to become a pilot, you subject yourself to growth. So you can be a tongue-talking Christian. You can speak in tongues. But if you, you are not transformed to become a pilot, a, a pilot, you'll be ignorant. So you must go to what we call a, a, a school, the school of, you know, a, a, you must study aerospace or what, engineering and all those kind of things to subject yourself to transformation. So as you subject yourself to transformation, you become a pilot. So, miracles are in the word of the Lord. So, if you subject yourself to the word and being transformed by the word, you become a miracle yourself. You'll be walking it by nature, by right. That is it. So, if I ask you, that what do you want to become? You want to say, I want to be an accountant. You don't pray in tongues to become an accountant. You subject yourself to knowledge. So the more that you are going to school, you are doing the, the right courses. Not just any course, but the right course. So you must subject yourself to the, the truth, the, the word. Not just any word. But the truth of scriptures. You must subject yourself to the right information to work in the miracle. Then you become a miracle yourself. So Jesus Christ came and the Bible said he increased in knowledge. He increased in wisdom. And he himself, when he increased in wisdom, the Bible said that he became the wisdom of God. In the book of Colossians chapter 1.
first let, let's start from verse 21 let's go so when you check the book of luke chapter 2 it tells you that jesus christ subject himself to what he increased in wisdom so the bible says that when you who once were alienated you were separated and enemies in your mind by wicked works in the mind that is where it is and the bible says that yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through the death to present you no no, no it's not colossians first corinthians rather sorry first corinthians chapter one it's first corinthians chapter one right from verse 21 how many of us are being transformed so it is not just going to take the bible away. no you allow the spirit so that is where we come by the fellowship of the spirit the bible says that sin for sins in the wisdom of god the one through wisdom did not know god and it pleased god through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe now let's go for the jew request a sign and the greek seek after wisdom but we preach christ crucified to the jews a stumbling block and to the greek foolishness because these people they, they thought that they they they, they, they know they, and the bible said that but to those who are called like myself and you both the jews and the greek christ the power of god so when we are talking about the power of god jesus christ himself became it's the power of god and not only the power of god now the wisdom of god so now he increased in wisdom and he became wisdom himself he was being transformed to become wisdom so if you want to walk in miracles and become miracle yourself you need to now begin to walk by the dictate of the word of the lord and become miracle yourself and that is where you you'll be walking in everyday miracles signs and wonders you can so you it's about time that we take responsibility shake off that that attitude of laziness where you think that everything is about prayer no it is half truth so if you are that type that you subject everything prayer you are praying every day you are praying every day you are praying no you're not subject yourself to knowledge now it's, it's, it's something like a false balance and the bible says that a false balance is like an abomination so when you are a child we give you milk and the milk contains all the nutrients for growth so when you are always eating carbohydrates what happens there's something we call or you lack some aspect of the nutrients so the word of the lord is 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 you see is complete in nature we have the whole counsel of god we need to subject ourselves to the whole counsel of god not some part so a lot of people are very prayerful but you see they don't have knowledge we need we need a balanced life so you subject yourself to the truth of scriptures and you subject yourself to prayer so peter said that now so that we will give ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word so a lot of us are we lack some nutrients and that is where our problems are we lack nutrients so we like prayer meetings and we like prophetic seminars so if i say that now we have a prophetic service now you'll see that now the numbers will increase i'm like what 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 are you using the prophecy for gifty what are you using the prophecy for when you lack you you are a child what are you using the prophecy for when you lack knowledge whereby you don't want to subject yourself to the truth and grow you don't want to take responsibility of your christian journey and begin to grow your faith because the bible said that everybody has been given a measure of faith so the measure of faith is a small so you the, your, the responsibility is you for you to grow and now the kingdom that we are currently in here the kingdom strives on faith so the bible said that just shall live by faith 
So you must grow your faith. Sub- increase in grace. So the grace has been given to us, but you must increase. But it comes through the knowledge of him. Having what we call relationship, kononia, with who? The Holy Ghost. And that is where, you know, the, the door opens for me to teach who the Holy Spirit, his assignment in the life of every believer. Because the Holy Spirit is not just tongue speaking. No, it moves beyond that. The Holy Spirit has an assignment. What is his assignment in my life? Here on earth. So if you are the type that when, when we raise a prayer point, then the, all, all that you are doing is tongue speaking, tongue speaking, tongue speaking, tongue speaking. But even with the tongue speaking, the Bible says that we, you know, he who speaks in tongues does not speak to men, but how bit in the spirit he speaks mysteries. Which mystery? So if you, your, your, your foundation is wrong, where, which mystery are you speaking? You are, not, you, are not, you are not speaking anything. It's like you, 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 you are speaking English and all that you are speaking is, is, is gibberish. You're like, we don't even understand what you are saying. It doesn't make sense in the spirit. So you need to what, be abased in the knowledge, having the kononia with the spirit of God for him to expose you to the truth. So David said, thy word is a, is a lamp, the light. So now, when I'm talking about the word of the Lord, I'm, talking, I'm not talking about Bible. <laughs> oh, can I say that again? When I'm talking about the word of the Lord, I'm not talking about Bible. Now, the word of the Lord is a best, it starts from a, the person called Jesus Christ himself. Because the Bible says in the book of Revelation that his name is called the word of the Lord. So the word of the Lord is a person. It starts from who he is, Jesus the Christ. So when we are talking about the word, we are not talking about Bible because in the bible demons spoke so when you go to the book of mark chapter 5 the demons were speaking to um, um jesus christ so is that the word of the lord no that is not the word of the lord oh can i say that again so in the bible people spoke you're talking about the truth so the word of the lord has so many dimensions and so many branches we have what is written we have what is spoken we have the created so the bible says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us now you are the word of the lord so my friends when you go to the book of um hebrews the book of hebrews now verse verse 3 now give me the, the amplified version and the, the TPT. So we are subjecting ourselves to the word. The word is a person. They say in the book of John chapter 1 verse 1 that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So, so, so the word of God is a person. That is where you need to start from. That is where the revelation starts from. So when you are talking about the word of the Lord and you are thinking about Bible, no, you, you are wrong. Because Jesus Christ says that he told the, the, you know, the, the Pharisees at that time that they think that they can find eternal life in the scriptures. I'm going to quote it very soon. But he said the scriptures testify of me. So it's just a testament. It, 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 it just points to a person. Now, the book of no, um, Hebrews chapter 11, right from verse 3. So that I, I close. So when we are talking about the word of the Lord, a lot of people think that it is, it is about the Bible. No, it moves beyond the, just the Bible, the reason. <laughs> because Jesus Christ told the disciples that I have many things to say. So there are a lot of things that Jesus Christ didn't say. So you cannot be confined to only this. So the Bible says that by faith, we understand that the wells were framed by the word of the Lord. The world were framed by what? The word of the Lord. So you are a product of the word everything that you see is a product of the word so the bible said the things which we we are seen and the things that are not seen so the spiritual things and the physical things are all the word of the lord they are all products of it so let me give you one dimension of the word of the Lord. It's by studying what we call nature. We'll go there. I'll, I'll be teaching all these things. We'll break all of them into branches. In the book of Proverbs chapter 6. Right from verse 6. 
so when you're talking about the word and you go and think that it's only the bible no the holy spirit has so many avenues but you see i'll, I'll teach what the, the bible is all about what what it does the, the purpose of it the purpose of it the book of Proverbs chapter 6 then we need to close we need to close The book of Proverbs, chapter 6. Um, can somebody help me there? I think I Francis. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 6, right from verse. Now, let me read because the, the, um, the time is going. The Bible says that go to the ants. Now, this is scriptures telling you to go to nature. That is the word of the Lord. Go there and consider her ways and be wise. So you can tap a certain dimension of the wisdom of God from animals. That is the word of the Lord. So this is not scriptures. This is not the Bible. <laughs> so if we are talking about the word of the Lord, then you think that it is only Bible, then it's wrong. So you see, the scriptures is referring to nature. Go and study a dimension of the wisdom that God has implanted in them. And he said, and be wise. And be what? Why? So why is it that now the, the, the Bible didn't say go and study the, 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 the Bible, only the Bible and be wise? No, 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 no. There's, there are dimensions. There are dimensions. So what the, 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 the scriptures are for, as we being part of the body of Christ, it's like, you know, a curriculum in the book of Second, you know, Timothy chapter 3, right from verse 16. The scriptures, this is what it's for. The purpose of it. So go to the end. So there are so many dimensions of now the word. That will help you to tap into everything that, that pertains to life and godliness. So you need to subject yourself to the spirit of God. So the Bible says, no, 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 no. Okay, without controversy. No, 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 no. Is it second Timothy? Oh, you know, I said Second Timothy. I said Second Timothy, chapter three, verse sixteen. Second Timothy, chapter three, verse sixteen. Then let's close because I've got only about two minutes. I'm going to upload all these things. The Bible says all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God. It's God's breath, and the purpose of it. Now, this Scripture is the purpose of it is for doctrine. So the first thing is for doctrine, for reproof, for correction for instruction in righteousness this is the purpose of it but when we are talking about the word of the lord it's so broad so as a francica you are there you are the word of the lord i'm going to teach on that so we have the word of the lord in a person that is yourself we have the word of the lord in the form of animals so see god has placed a certain dimension of wisdom in animals so it's beyond the Bible. So it said the scriptures is just by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And it's profitable. This is what it does. So it's like a curriculum. So when you go to school, we have a textbook. But you don't only subject yourself to the textbook that you are being given. You do what we call external reading. You do external reading. That is how it is. So the Bible says it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. So it instructs you. So that you know we 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 get to also you know the bible says that what the, the things that were written were uh, were written for our learning so it is written for our transformation so we get to see that oh okay this is david this is what he did this is abraham this is what we did so it helped us to learn and be transformed so that we we see how they they pattern their life but uh, it's my prayer in the name of jesus the christ that God will grant you the grace to subject yourself to transformation so that you will walk a life of miracles, signs and wonders in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. It is my prayer 
that God will open your understanding as Paul said in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 that you subject yourself to light in Jesus' name in the name of Jesus you'll be subject to growth that you will take responsibility it is my prayer that you have the desire for growth from today in the name of Jesus that you have the desire for growth that you have the desire for growth that you have the desire for growth in the name of Jesus you are blessed and you are highly favored in Jesus' name Amen. Father, we bless your name. Holy God, we exalt you. There is none like you and there is none that we can compare to you. Father, be exalted. You are holy. You are holy. Oh, Lord God Almighty, the whole earth is filled with your glory. Lord, we thank you. We bless you, Holy God. We exalt your name tonight. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Somebody, if you're watching us, you want to lift your voice and begin to laugh the Lord with us. Father, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. You are holy. Holy, you are holy. Just begin to thank God for the word. I just begin to magnify his name. Holy. In the name of Jesus the Christ. Holy, you and begin to pray and command your week yes, you and declare that my week is blessed of God. in the mighty name of jesus the christ seated at the right hand of the father you are holy holy you are holy you are the lamb of god and you seated at the right hand of the Father, you are holy, holy, you are holy. Somebody lift your voice for me. Yeah. You are holy, holy, you are holy, you are holy. You are the Lord strong and mighty, you are holy, holy. It's my prayer in the name of Jesus the Christ that you walk in the light of the truth and I pray that let this week be a week of blessing in the mighty name of Jesus the Christ may you manifest as the son of God and may this week be a week of blessing and I command the elements to go in favor of you in the mighty name of Jesus the Christ we shake away evil in Jesus name let all the sins shout and type amen thank you for listening Stay tuned for more upcoming episodes and activities on the GPM platforms. This episode is now available on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. Remember to be a doer of the word and act upon his word. Shalom. Peace.